Welcome to Apparently Speaking, the podcast from Northeast Ohio Parent Magazine, with your host, Miriam Connor. Hi, and welcome to Apparently Speaking. I'm Miriam Connor, and this is the podcast series from Northeast Ohio Parent, based in Cleveland, Ohio. Twice a month, we'll go beyond the pages of our parenting magazine to expand on relevant, enriching, and humorous topics, including some fascinating guests. This episode is sponsored in part by Lawrence School, where great minds don't think alike. For the one in five children who have learning differences and attention deficits, Lawrence School is a transformative place that removes barriers to learning and unleashes their true potential. I would like to welcome Christopher Milo to today's show. Christopher Milo is a nationally renowned concert pianist, professional motivational speaker, and creator of the 13 Messages from Milo. Christopher has spoken to over 100,000 students in small and large groups on topics of leadership, anti-bullying, suicide solutions, teen pregnancy, drug and alcohol abuse, cutting, and other forms of self-harm. Christopher has built relationships with state hospitals and children's services and has partnered with many of the state of Ohio educational service centers. He's currently working with the Summit County Educational Service Center in Akron, Ohio, and the Summit County Alcohol, Drug Addiction, and Mental Health Board for local programming in Summit County to launch his 13 Messages from Milo professional mentoring program. Christopher is trained in life skills and resiliency. He is also author of the book, It's Not About Me, A Roller Coaster of Emotions and Life Lessons for All to Learn From. Thank you so much for being here and welcome to the show. I'm really excited that you're here. I've been actually kind of counting down the days um, and really looking forward to this. So thanks for being thanks here. Thanks for having it's me. It's true. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. So first of all, tell us, like, how did you even get started in doing what you do? You do a lot, but how did you get started in this? I was bullied as a kid. Okay. That that was a big motivator for me. Which to look at you is like, I can't imagine <laughs> if somebody go to his website and look him up. Like, I can't imagine that happening. But all right, so go ahead. Yeah, being uh, being bullied as a kid, I, I went to a small school mm-hmm. in, in Wadsworth, Ohio, and, and uh, it was a private school, Catholic mm-hmm. school, and I had 26 kids in my class. And, you know, after eight years of mm-hmm. being with those, almost those same kids for all those years... It was like uh, being with a group of brothers and sisters, yeah. you know, family members. But You think you'd be kind of close-knit group. Yeah, but you know? that, that wasn't, wasn't really the case. The case. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, of course you get you got close, but, you know, when, when your brother or your sister picks on you, yeah. it hurts worse, mm. you know. So mm-hmm. it, it kind of started there when oh. I was little. Okay. And so how did you, not kind of like, because you're probably never over it. You know, there's probably some, you know, sure. you can talk about that, but... That just, what made you, you know, I think there are two things, you know, that could happen from that. We've seen some awful, you know, things come out of bullying, especially lately, but you kind of, you know, obviously went the other way and you're like, hey, this is, I'm going to actually thrive because of this and help others and share. You know, that's really a great question because we all have that choice to Mm -hmm. make, no matter what the circumstances that we go through, it's how we choose to look at it. And I have to contribute a lot of that to my upbringing, Mm -hmm. the way that my parents raised me. Definitely. Um, So, right. I, you know, I was talking, you know, when I knew you were going to come on, you agreed to do it. So many things we could talk about, even in your bio, there's so many things that you, you give these, you know, your motivational speaker in all these different areas. And so I was kind of really thinking about, you know, because just, I'd like to talk about all of them with you today, but just because of time, um, you know, I said, you know, let's focus on the bullying just Mm -hmm. because that is such an issue right now. They all are, but you know, I've had a lot of, um, you know, parents ask me different questions about bullying and things like that, different situations. 
situation. So I said, you know, let's kind of focus on that. And so one thing I want to ask you, you know, do you think that it's always been the major issue that it is today or do you think it's gotten worse or do we just know about it more because of social media and all of these, you know, media and things like that? Well, both. Um, Definitely it's gotten worse. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the biggest reasons, actually I'm confident with this, that it has gotten worse. I remember just last night I was doing a presentation and I, I shared this. I had gotten in an altercation, if you will, uh, when I was a sophomore in high school in my high school parking lot. And there was some words and stuff exchanged. And we left the school parking lot, came back to school the next day, and we ended up hanging out all weekend. Okay. Okay. Nowadays, yeah. that's not the case. Because Everyone's nowadays, videotaping it, first exactly, of all. <laughs> and they're they're looking yeah. for the blows and they're looking right. for the harsh words that everyone posted on social media. Yeah, it doesn't end. It Ex- just, yeah. That's the key right there. Mm-hmm. It's not over mm-hmm. because of our choices that we're choosing right. to make. You know, I, I I always revert back to that that golden rule: if you don't have something nice to say, don't say yeah. it at all. And I I always I, I preach this constantly. We spend so much time creating opinions Mm -hmm. based on very little to no facts at all. Mm -hmm. So we start running our mouths about things. And and we really, if we would just operate out of love Mm -hmm. and think before we speak, oh my gosh, just think of the results and how how vastly different they would be. So how do we get... You know, that's that is totally true. And, and that would be amazing, of course. Um, and I think it's, you know, one kid at a time, one person at a time, sure. you know, and that's going to that's going to make a big impact. But how do we get, you know, so there's the kids that are being bullied, first of all. Mm-hmm. What's your advice to them or to their parents? Let's say, you know, to the parents, because this is, you know, really kind of for the parents. So what would you do? You know, what did your parents do? First of all, did they realize it was going on? Yes and no. Okay. I was afraid to talk about okay. it. Okay. Okay. And I, and I find that still to be true today. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's so easy to just ignore a situation. Yeah. It really is. And I think a lot of us um, as parents run into that. Mind you, I have five children, <laughs> ages 11 to 26. Okay. So I, I go from, will you help me with my sixth grade math to will you help me with my truck? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And the thing that's so important for parents to understand is that we have to communicate with our children. Mm-hmm. That's actually one of the 13 messages from Milo. Okay. Communication falls in, in all different forms. Um, love one another. Yeah. That that's another one. And and accept. We have to accept the fact that we're not all the same. Yeah. We're very, very different. We have different strengths and different weaknesses. But we as parents need to be cheerleaders mm-hmm. for our kids and 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 embrace those differences. Number one. Number two, everything that we do, it needs to come out of love. Right. You know, I get frustrated because, you know, maybe my son or my daughter's throwing a fit in, in a local supermarket <laughs> and then I'm I use harsh words mm-hmm. or I get angry instead of going, no, I need to respond out of love. I need to train. Right. I need to coach. I need to guide. Yeah. And we don't we don't operate like right. that because we are so self enveloped right. and kind of impulsive, more impulsive. You know, just Absolutely. to do the quick, and it, that takes a lot of time, and mm-hmm. it takes a lot of. You know, you talked about you know the being present. 
or the, the communication. And I feel like that's so much with like being present, mm-hmm. just being present and not on your phone and just being there as much as you can. And when you see things like that, or you see maybe your, your child say or do something that, you know, to catch it right then and be present and deal with it. And you mentioned the, that communication was one of the 13 messages from Milo. So tell us a little bit more about those. Are those like your 13 kind of rules to live by right. type thing? Okay. The 13 messages from Milo were created out of, in a nutshell, it's what I wish that I would have had more evidence of Mm -hmm. growing up when I was little. And after sharing these messages with hundreds of thousands of students and parents and families, I've learned that when there's evidence of the 13 messages, Mm -hmm. all of them, that the results are so much greater in the family, not not only at home and in okay. school, but in the community that you live in mm-hmm. because you're operating uh, out of a certain lifestyle. Right. It becomes a culture. You're cultivating an environment, and it needs to start in the home. The number one teacher For is sure. the parent. For sure. So mm-hmm. it's so easy to go, oh, my gosh, they're gone. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and, and, you know, I finally get a break, and I'm going to go to work, and I'm going to – but then what happens is there's no change. Yeah. That child comes home and they're still stuck in the same world that they left in. Mm-hmm. That happens to all of us. So, okay, so we touched, we're going to kind of all over, which is great. There's so many things there about is. this There's to a- talk about that it's like, you know, I just, I want to try to get it all in. But so what? You know, what do you think we talked about just a little bit about this, like with the cyberbullying, just mm-hmm. just in the fact that it's not over. And like you said, you got into that altercation, you got went back and it's fine. You can deal with it. it's mm-hmm. over. No one's really talking about it. It's, no one even really remembered probably what happened. Right. But now that's totally different because, you know, everyone's videotaping things and they're putting it on their social media or people are putting, you know, things on. You know, that's another way to get, you know to somebody, you know what I mean? Like where before it was like, what could you do? You could, you know, kind of harass them at school as much as you could, Mm -hmm. but you're, you couldn't really after that, I mean, you know, but now it's like, oh, I can like, you know, say stuff all about them, put stuff all over my social media and then everyone will get it and all this kind of stuff. So sure. it just, and we've heard, you know, obviously horrific stories of that happening, Absolutely. but it's like, so we all know that that happens and it's just like, how do we change it? You know? I hear you go. Ready? <laughs> Ready. What are you modeling to your children? Right. I'm huge with it's, modeling. It yeah. starts there. I mean, you know, it's so easy for us to just sit here on this podcast mm-hmm. and just talk about this right. stuff. But putting this stuff into action, you as the parent needs to make the choice that I'm going to make changes. If I want things mm-hmm. to change for me, I must change me. Yeah. We have to look in the mirror first before we point any fingers. We get so worried about, st- you know, staying with the Joneses yeah. and, and, oh, they have this. And no. Where are you at in your mm-hmm. life and what changes do you need to make? Make the list right. and then tackle them one thing at a time because if yeah. you try to tackle everything, it's not going to yeah. happen. And obviously this is, you know, this has been said forever, but don't, you know, don't say, you know, never say never. That's My kid right. would never do that. I mean, right. you know your child and you have course. to stick up for your child, but still things can happen, things can change. We're in a very entitled world. Yes. So never say never. You know, Mm -hmm. if you see red flags, don't look the other way. You know, don't bury your head in the sand kind of thing. Something else that is really, really predominant, especially lately, that's coming out in in a lot of these community meetings that Mm -hmm. I'm doing and visiting the schools and, and, and as well as businesses is that the coping skills with kids. Yeah. Kids do not know how to cope 
with today's society. I'll give you a prime example. I was visiting an elementary school, and there was a, a second grader who was just wrecked. He was crying, standing up against the, the wall. And I went over to him, and I said, what's going on, buddy? And he said, I can't tie my shoe. Aww. And, you know, the first thing I want to do and what you want to do right. as a parent is just tie the shoe. Yeah, yeah. Fix right. the problem. Right. So I immediately went down, and I untied my shoes. Aww. And I said, my shoes are untied, too. With continued tears... I said, show me how you're tying your shoe. Uh He tied his shoe and he was missing the loop. Okay. So I said, will you teach me how to do this on my shoe? Uh When the student becomes the teacher, the moral of the story is that we have to take the time to address those things when they're young. Time is the key factor. Mm -hmm. And that's something that a lot of parents nowadays I'm seeing that they're not offering their kids. It's easier to just, oh, she's on her phone. Yeah. Oh, they're doing yeah. this on social media. And we have, it, we're completely disengaged right. in a lot of ways. I agree. It's, it's easy to happen, I think, in, without even realizing mm-hmm. it. You know, I don't think it's intentional. Right. You know, I mean, I don't think parents are saying, you know, that no. it's happening. Like, oh, I'm going to, I'm just going to ignore. I'm going to do that. It, it just happens. Mm-hmm. It kind of is just, you know, But we as parents are cultivating that culture. Right. We're going to take a brief break to hear from our sponsor. For the one in five children who have learning differences like dyslexia and attention deficits like ADHD, Lawrence School is a transformative place that removes barriers to learning and unleashes their potential. Serving students in grades K through 12 from more than 80 communities throughout Northeast Ohio, Lawrence School empowers students who learn differently by accepting and affirming the diverse ways they learn, supporting them through their academic journey, and motivating them to excel beyond what they would believe imaginable. The result of these approaches is that students who previously struggled in the classroom are suddenly engaged, motivated, and confident in their ability to be successful learners. Discover the many ways we are reimagining school at www.lawrenceschool.org or by calling 440-526-0717. Lawrence School, where great minds don't think alike. Okay, so welcome back, and we're talking with Christopher Milo, and Hello. we have been talking about bullying, and we know that you, you've you just done so much work with this, and you've talked to so many teens and parents about bullying and other issues, and um, I think it's, I mean, it's, it's so necessary, as we know. It's unfortunate, but it is very necessary, so one other thing, you know, I want to talk to you about is, so what, what advice, we're talking about advice, because I think that's what parents listening are going to say, you know, what else can we do? What, what are some things we can do? So, and you definitely gave some great advice for sure. And I, I had, you know, what if someone is being, they feel bullied, you know, a child or, you know, whatever age, what should they do? You know, a parent would say like, well, well, what should I do? You know, Jimmy's definitely getting, being bullied. He's telling me these stories. He's upset all the time. He doesn't want to go to school. He doesn't want, so what, what would be their first steps? We need to first identify where, what the definition of bullying is. Thank you. I was going to say that. Let's, let's talk about that for just a second. I want want to share just a quick second of history here. When you research the etymology of the word bully, Mm-hmm. The word bully, a German-derived word, in the 15th century, the word meant sweetheart. Mm. <laughs> right. At the turn of the 17th century, the word dissipated, and now we know the word bully is being in some type of eminent danger. Mm-hmm. Okay? What does eminent danger mean to you? So if the kid got pushed at school or he got his pencil stolen, mm-hmm. no, 
Somebody just pushed you and you got your pencil stolen. Um, If you are fearing going back to school that next day, which is what I was experiencing when I was little. You're being bullied. I was being bullied. And, And you're fearing to go back to that environment. Some kids, they have this at home. Yeah. They don't yeah. even want to go home. So yeah. staying on track, the the first thing that parents need to do is identify right. really I, what's going I on. I am glad that you said that because I I think, you know, and it's great that they they are they talk about it so much at school and they have all mm-hmm. these programs. And I do think it's great, you know, to get mm-hmm. these kids when they're young to mm-hmm. realize, you know, from both sides of it, you know, right. what's going on and to to not, you know, treat others that way. I think it's great, you know, but because of it, I think there's a lot of, you know, like you said, it's like, well, that's not really bullying. You know, I, I sure. had one of my kids come home and th- you know, thankfully, you know, none of them have had to deal with any of this, but I mean, they see it, you know, definitely they know what's going on and they can tell me stories. But, um, you know, my one child that real young, you know, said, Oh, I got bullied on the bus today. <laughs> I kind of, you know, just sort of real nonchalant, right. you know, I was like, well, what happened? And it was something like, yeah, someone said something not nice or something like that. Sure. So then we sat down and I said, you know, let's just talk about what same thing, you know, that's not really Good. being bullied. That's right. That was, she shouldn't have said that it wasn't nice. That was not being a good friend. Sure. And so, here's what you should do, blah, blah, blah. But it's not being bullied. And we talked about that, you know, because I don't want them going around, you know, exactly. and, and thinking that and or making it, you know, where someone truly is being bullied. Right. You know what I mean? There has to be that difference. So I'm glad that you brought that up. And I had, well, go ahead. Then, then we abuse that word. <laughs> right. That's We're abusing exactly right. the, the whole scenario. Everyone is then. Exactly. Someone's always going to be mean at some point, you know, or do exactly. something that's not really So how do we nice. fix it? Yeah. We have to communicate with our right. children. Mm-hmm. We have to first find out really what is the source, where what is right. the root of the concern. That's number one. Okay. Number two, ask if the kids are of age to have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. We need to ask for their cell phone, mm-hmm. okay? Um, in in meetings and conferences, I, I will go up to a student and say, can I see your phone, please? Yeah. Oh, I love it. They're if like, what, they, what? <laughs> If they hesitate for yeah, one there's second, there's a reason yeah. for that hesitation. Good point. That comes with accountability. Yeah. So if the child knows that you are checking their cell yeah. phone or that you may ask, I do it to my own kids. Oh, yeah. I I'll say, hey, let me see your yeah. phone. And they're like, what do you need my phone for? <laughs> well, Actually, it's my phone if you really want to get down to right. it. But... You, but you know something? I don't even go not that yeah. far. And yeah. I'll tell you why. Because they have earned that right yeah. until sure. right. until they have abused right. that right. I agree. But still, like I, my daughter is the only one in our house that has, you know, if my kids is old enough, she has one. But um, same thing. I tell her, and she'll say like sometimes like if I want to look at, well, don't you trust me? I'm like, if I didn't trust you, you sure. wouldn't even have it. Exactly. So yes, I trust you, but just know that at any point, like I have all the passwords and right. whatever social right. media apps she has, I have, even if I don't use it and I go, you know, and sure. it's not foolproof and I, you know, but Accountability I just want her to key. know that, yeah. you know, there is that option at any time and it's not because I don't trust you, it's because I want to protect you. Exactly. It's not because I'm trying to catch you doing something wrong. I want to make sure that nothing is going on that you aren't equipped to handle. That can communication that you're having with mm-hmm. your daughter is critical. Mm-hmm. That's that's right. That's a perfect example right Thank there. You. So <laughs> I tip my hat to you for that. Um, the other thing is, is that we need to speak life into our children. Yeah. You know, we sometimes if we're disappointed in a situation mm-hmm. with our kids, then we'll go to work and we'll say, you wouldn't believe what my kid did. Right. We're speaking all that negativity. Right. That is that is just so not what I agree with. 
you know, instead of saying to your child, you know what, this happened today and where's the solution? Yeah. We need to reprogram our minds Mm -hmm. to look at things in a different way. This is why I encourage the 13 messages. Mm -hmm. Because if we're spending time on being positive, another one of the 13 messages, if you're spending a week on being positive with your kids... It affects you. Yeah. It affects your children. It affects your home life. Mm-hmm. Again, right. what, what's the truth? Yeah. Are we going to let that that D on a test define yeah. who we are? Right. No. no, you're going to win some days, and there's yes. some days that are not going to be as fun yes. as the good days. Right. That's and right. let's let's figure out how we get through both of those. Those right. coping skills for parents. Yeah. Parents need to learn the same thing, in Mm -hmm. my opinion, while they're teaching their children so parents can cope better at work. Yeah. And in the environments that they're in. Right. So I like your, because you're, so your 13 messages, they're not just for the kids. Oh, no. It's for the family kind of. No, it's for everybody. Kids, everybody. Absolutely. Anybody. And so I like that. That's, yeah, because it takes everybody. So I like that. I definitely want to hear more about the 13 messages. So um, one other thing, too, I want to touch touch on because I know that, um, and we touched on this a little bit, but I had one mom ask me this specifically, knowing sure. I was going to do this, kind of asked around a little bit and asked some questions to some parents um, on the topic. And, you know, it goes along with, you know, and she said, you know, it's just kind of over the top now. And we mentioned this when we talked about the the bullying term is maybe overused, but then I don't want to be insensitive to someone who is, I'm not, you know what I mean? Who is sure. being bullied. I don't think that at all, but you know, she said same kind of thing. Like, I feel like my kid, you know, didn't really do anything. Maybe it was one of the things we mentioned, you know, like you said, no, they said something mean or they took your pencil, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. But now is kind of considered a bully, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So she's like, what do I do, you know, about that kind of thing? And it's like, eh, you know, it's so easy to obtain that, mm-hmm. that, um, that label, right. if you will. And my advice to parents, I've been asked the same question, okay. is to, to make sure that you stay true to yourself, mm-hmm. your children, you, whatever you're teaching your children, it needs to be the truth. They mm-hmm. need to know that that doesn't define who they are. Right. Okay. And again, it's that constant communication is the key. Yeah. It's supporting them and embracing the situation. I encourage parents, don't, don't take what everyone else said about your kid, don't just let that be the Bible right. and don't take everything that your kid said. Right. There's a balance. There has There's to be, there a is a line, a fine yeah. line between being a parent and being a friend. Yeah. Know where really you stand statement. there. Mm-hmm. You have to know where you stand there because once you do, then growth can happen. Mm-hmm. That's, that's for sure. And I want to share this with you. This mm-hmm. is so important to me. We, we, we practice piano and guitar lessons. Mm-hmm. We practice football. We practice baseball and soccer and gymnastics. Yeah. We don't role play with our children. We need to role play with our children that when a circumstance should arise, yeah. what would he you pushed do? me. Yeah. How do I react to yeah. this, mom? How do I react I like that. to this? Just be dad? proactive, you, you know, have instead to of be. reactive. Exactly. If this were to happen, I hope this never happens. But if right. it does or something similar, here's what here's what you should do. I really, really like that because then they have the tools. You know, it's somewhere back in their mind. You know, we we've talked about this, and even if they don't do it exactly like you know, you kind That's of role right. they can maybe get some of it. And instead of just like, you know, what do I do here? I have no idea. And Our it's kids the wrong thing. are looking every day to make choices. Mm -hmm. They're faced with making choices every day. What options are you going to put in your child's bucket for them Mm -hmm. to choose from? 
I like that. What yeah. are you modeling? Right. So if when something happens to you, you see something on a social media yeah. or a circumstance happens in the house or you had a bad day at work yeah. and you you go home and you freak out and yeah. you're throwing things and hooting and hollering about things, that's what your kids yeah. will probably choose to do. Right. But if right. you come home and you're saying, you know something, I had a struggle today. Yeah. And you know what? I'm I'm going to pray about this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. soak in this and I'm going to figure out what I can do differently mm-hmm. to improve this situation for the next time. Right. I love that. That's great advice. Definitely good great words of wisdom. And I think along the lines of that too, I'm sure you'll agree with me, is just how you react to certain situations too. You know, like my kids will tell me something and like maybe they're upset about something and they, you know, so it's always fun when, you know, you tell a friend or something and they're on your side. You know what I mean? Oh, what? That's it. You know what I mean? But it's, it's hard. I have to try, you know, my, one of my kids will tell me something and maybe my first reaction is like, yeah, oh yeah, I'm that, that burns me up. But you have to just like, Play it cool. So I'll tell myself, like, just be cool. Uh-huh. Don't say that. And they'll even say, like, doesn't that make you mad? And I have to, like, just diffuse it. Like, you know what? Maybe they this or maybe, you know, we don't know what's going on with them mm-hmm. or kind of try to make it, you know, if it's something you can make light of. Now, obviously, right. there are situations that you can't and you have to take action. So if that's not it. But, like, if it's not, kind of make light of it. Like, well, you kind of make a joke of it or, well, she just had her, you know, mm-hmm. grumpy, you know, she took her grumpy pills today or whatever. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. whatever it is. And then it just diffuses it. And like I said, the not for serious situations. Mm-hmm. We spend so much time on focusing um, things that, that are not in our control. Mm-hmm. What what do you have right. control over? Right. And that's something that I always encourage parents to do. Mm-hmm. W- what is your position in this? Yep. And what are you able to do? Because kids try to take on so much responsibility. Yeah. And where are they getting that from? The parents. Yeah. That's what we're teaching them. Yeah. Because if you look at this, there's a there's a huge common denominator in what that that whole cycle. It starts with the parents. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's based on their upbringing. Okay, then the kids are looking at how the parents react and act towards circumstances, mm-hmm. and that's what they're filling their bucket with. So right. when the kids go to make that choice, the kids have only those things mm-hmm. to choose from. Then they don't know how to cope mm-hmm. well. They don't know how to adapt. They don't know how to accept. And that's why I encourage them to practice. There's the key word, Mm -hmm. the 13 messages. Practice role-playing with your kids. And all you're doing is just just looking at things a little bit differently. And parents are doing a great job. I I truly believe that. They're doing the best that they can Mm -hmm. with the tools that they have. I just like to offer a couple different perspectives because you know what? I believe there's so much opportunity for our young people today. Mm -hmm. I really do. And I hope that that gets repeated from other parents to their kids. There is so much opportunity. I believe that you're going to do great things. Mm -hmm. It's how you choose to look at things and it's how you choose to, whether or not you choose to speak life to your kids or not. We get so, so involved in, oh no, poor me. My pride gets in the way. You know what I mean? And I just simply try to redirect that thought pattern and looking at the truth. Because once we have that truth in our hearts, all that stuff goes away. Right. It really does. So what can you kind of leave us with you know, maybe like on both ends of it, if you feel, and again, there's so much more and I, I, am going to encourage people in a few minutes to, to 
connect with you in other ways because you know you sure. have your 13 messages sure. i think are just are, are really important you have your book right. um you know it's not about me roller coaster of emotions and life lessons for all to learn from and, mm-hmm. and all these other things you're speaking you know all this so i i think that you know kind of get in get in your website there's so sure. many more there's so much more that we could talk about you yeah, know absolutely. forever yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> definitely definitely and i would love to so what what would you kind of say like one piece of advice if you can you know, could kind of narrow it down. I know that's hard because there's so much, but like for parents, you know, both ends of it, if you feel like your kid may be being bullied or you know they are or the opposite too, if you think or know like, hey, my kid, I think is actually mm-hmm. the bully sure, here, absolutely. you know, what what would you tell each, you know, in each circumstance? For sure, communication okay. is the key by all means. Yeah. There, we, can, we can look at communication as in so many different ways. You know, in a leadership conference years ago, I asked a, a, a group of teens what communication meant to mm-hmm. them. And a little girl had raised her hand about 14 years old and she said, texting. Oh. And you know, I, at oh, first, gosh. at first I felt the same way you just reacted. Yeah. And then my heart just cried yeah. because you know, that's what they that's know. That's what they know. That's right. And to me, that is a lack of leadership mm-hmm. at home. So I always encourage the communication to to really be a detective. Yeah, we need to we find to. out what that truth is. Mm-hmm. What are the facts? But we can't let those facts define who we right, are. Right, right. I like that. Yeah, kind of be a detective. Communicate on both ends of it. Maybe don't look the other way and That's don't right. say like, "Oh, they're fine. I got picked on too." We have to be you engaged. Don't know what it is. You That's know, what's right. Going. And don't also don't say like, "Oh, or you know, like the boys will be boys. They're not really doing anything. The, the other kid's just a wimp." Or you know, right. so really like investigate and maybe. Exactly. Ho- Maybe it is nothing really, hopefully, you know, but you have to, like you said, communicate and be that detective. Most situations can be diffused yeah. very, very quickly, yeah, but, but we have to be that coach. We yeah. have to be that guide. We have to be that inspiration. So it doesn't build. And, and we become. need to listen. Mm-hmm. Another one of the 13 like messages. Okay. We have to listen to our children. Yeah. That's the second answer to your two-part question. Okay. We have to listen. Yeah. We have to communicate effectively and communicate from a very loving heart, but listen with attention and be genuine. There's another 13 uh, message. I'm going to put these 13. I'm going to print these out and put them up on our. We listen. <laughs> I listen to my kids. Yeah. I'm just being real, real yeah. with you here. I listen to my kids, but I'm not listening to them. Mm. It's easy to go, okay, okay, good, yes. oh, great, next, I'm getting another phone call, I have to yeah. be at work, I have I have other kids that are yes. reaching out to me or parents asking me a question. No, when it's time, have a no phone zone. Yeah. Have a no Definitely. phone zone in your house. They know if you're really listening to. They do. Like you're not fooling they anyone. Do. They do. They totally the kids know. are so they'll, smart. They'll bust, you know, sometimes I, I have a, <laughs> my kids will say too, like, mom, you're not really listening. You know right. I mean? They know if you're distracted and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. shoot, you know, like, right. sorry, yes, right. okay, full attention. But they, they do know, you know, if you're really engaged listening. I tell all this to parents. They have to take self-inventory at the end of each day. Mm-hmm. Really look at yourself and go, was I attentive to mm-hmm. my children? Was I concerned yeah. genuinely Sometimes about that, their needs? I'm just thinking like, wow, some days that would be, you know, that's hard. Some days you're like, yeah, I'm awesome. I can I can just think of certain days like, ooh, that'd be a hard question to ask that night, right. you know? Right, it you know, is. It's, it's hard for all of us. But it's a good 
great question to ask yourself. And if you <laughs> can start night. working on that yeah. for yourself and yeah. how can I improve and be a yeah. better and parent? And it's not perfection. It's no, improvement. No, no yeah. I'm not looking for yeah. perfect. I am by no means right, the perfect parent. Right. But you know what? If we just simply focus on improving, that is the key. I love it. And I think that's a great way to end. And I just, although, like I said, we could go on and on. So I'm going to hopefully have you back and we'll hit another topic. Sure. Um, And just thank you so much for being here. I I know that this is going to help. You know, I think many parents, you're doing amazing things for families. And I I just tell us, you know, how we can learn more about you and connect with you. I always encourage people to visit ChristopherMilo.com. You can connect with me in the upper right hand corner anywhere on there. You can also, you know, take a look at my book. I mm-hmm. encourage parents to to get a get a one of the books, get a handful of the books, do a book study at home, oh, good, yeah. do a book study. There's places in my book that you can journal oh, I like that. throughout the book, and then you can look three months, six months down the mm-hmm. road, and just kind of check your improvement. I like that. You know, it's it's, Where do it's we get become the book? you can website? get it right through ChristopherMilo.com. Okay, perfect. Yeah, okay. my music is available yep, there. Your music. My book is available there, and some helpful resources. Well, thank you so much. And, you know, you mentioned your music again, and, um, you know, you are this amazing uh, piano player, like truly amazing. (laughs) And so we're sitting here in this super cool studio. It is a nice studio. Yeah. And I'm looking over at this beautiful piano. I see that. And I'm just wondering, what do you think? Can we make it happen? Can you kind of take us out with some of your mad skills? All right, you get set up. I'm excited. And I'm going to close out. Thank you so much for listening to Apparently Speaking, Northeast Ohio Parent Magazine's podcast. Please email me with any comments, questions, or suggestions for future shows at podcast at northeastohioparent.com. And if you would also like to be considered to be part of a parent panel on a future show, email me at podcast at northeastohioparent.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play and find the podcast and more at northeastohioparent.com. This episode has been sponsored in part by Lawrence School, where great minds don't think alike. For the one in five children who have learning differences and attention deficits, Lawrence School is a transformative place that removes barriers to learning and unleashes their true potential. Discover more at lawrenceschool.org.